And here comes whiskey. He's covered in mud. And so Daniel puts him back outside. Getting what? I don't know. Oh, hello. Hey, so we're we're not prepared. I told <laughs> we were mid conversation when we went live because <laughs> we're about, goddamn professionals. So no intro, fuck? no nothing. Hi, our dog is covered in mud. Our yeah. dog. <laughs> it has so, been. So, uh, play us in. It's been a hell of a week. So yeah, oh, man, we're no, fucking unprepared. Well did the music. All right, so we're doing the music. I already pushed the button. So better Five, late than never. So hey. Four. <laughs> Thank you all for joining Southpaw's Tales of Barstool shit. Live. I've been talking about way worse shit. Like, way worse shit. Like, that was the second time I got crabs. Like, that was... <laughs> could have been way worse, people. That's how... Um, I have to apologize from the very, very beginning. Once the uh, the theme music fades out, you're probably going to be hearing a lot of Tejano. My, our neighbors are blaring Tejano so loud that I thought their speaker was in our room. Oh like, I, it, it's absurdly loud um but yeah welcome to uh south plus chelsea bar stool obvious motherfucking shit show um and I, I i have no idea how long you have been sitting to listen to our shit so uh we're also talking about doing a like i hate to say bed and breakfast edition but sleepover, slumber party. Slumber party. We're yeah, gonna yeah. do a slumber party edition coming up, where we're gonna be in the most cliche, crazy ass motherfucking jammies. Am I gonna wear a muumu? I don't know. Maybe. But we're gonna be doing a slumber oh, party here bet, soon. Bet. So, uh, if you are joining us live, make sure that you go to streamyard.com/slash/facebook. Give them permission to see your name, so I'm we know get who's you talking. A That's what I'm gonna do. Fuck out here. Uh, you can make sure you go uh, to YouTube and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, all that good bullshit. Um, tonight we're gonna be doing uh, one of our favorite topics. Um, it's ghosts, ghouls, and high ABV spirits. Because. Um, Man, we just like talking about haunted shit. We bought some uh, antiques over the weekend and, and that so, I really hope are haunted. Like, yeah, we're going to throw a story at you here and there. But more so, aspirations for the future uh, for ourselves. Things we've discussed in the past that we'd be cool with. You know, things like that. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, let's go ahead and get the uh, uh, sponsors going. Awesome. Move, move this shit forward. Uh, I'm going to be making Old Fashions with uh, Basil Hayden. So give me the uh, It's a Basil Hayden cask finish. Uh, bourbon. It's it's a bourbon that's been aged after the fact in uh, red wine barrels. Really good shit. I'm making some old fashions with that. While I'm doing that, she's going to be doing the sponsor. It's very unique flavor if you're going to drink it on the rocks. So just be prepared. It is not like a regular whiskey. It is very fucking tasty, but it is definitely unique. All right. So we're going to start with our first OG sponsors, and that is 5x5 Brewing Company, Battleborn, Texas-made veteran brewing company based in Mission, Texas, co-founded by Army vet George Rice. With beers like the 40-millimeter stout, Burnett Bombshell, and Fubar, it's no surprise this brewery is taking over the Texas market from the valley to the coastal bend. Ask your local grocer, bar, or restaurant to start carrying 5x5 Brewing Company today. So you can get their information at 5x5brewing.com, facebook.com forward slash 5x5brewing. You can call them at 956-445-5421 or you can email them at info at 5x5brewing.com. So yes, I that whole fucking thing, our whole intro just threw me through an effing loop. Um, that and I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I'm missing the river already. I'll tell you what, we just spent four, what, three days on the river. We even went to green. We'll talk about that. Um, I miss it. All right. So our next, uh, sponsor is OMOG construction, uh, with Marine vet Seth Knox and Matt Anders, general contractor servicing the greater Houston, Texas area with a focus on concrete, no job too big or too small from residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads. OMOG construction has you covered. Uh, you can get their information. OMOGCO.com, uh, facebook.com forward slash OMOGCO or Instagram. OMGCO. That's one Mexican, one Weto. Weto is Spanish for white guy. Next is on a different piece of paper and that is quick start Mor mortgage group powered by you mortgage the letter you not you uh with nathan einkorn proud member of vetted va you can get their information at quickstartmortgagegroup.com in einkorn 
uh, at umortgage.com. You can call them at 720-980-9988 or Facebook or Facebook is at Quick Start Mortgage Group and Instagram is at Colorado Mortgage Broker. Uh, is there a note? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, the convenience of an online lender only with better rates and a dedicated staff of highly trained mortgage brokers to make sure your mortgage process goes smoothly. Awesome. Next. You're doing it, fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm butchering this. But hey, y'all can't say shit. <laughs> All right. So next is JD's favorite business magazine. That is Shift Advanced Life Design, founded by Air Force vet Robert Garcia, who was like, what, our first guest on this show? He was our first guest and oh our my 75th guest. Uh, in fact, the entire staff is Air Force. Shift has all kinds of great business advice, interviews, and more. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but JD's been featured twice. I mean, three times. It says twice. Three times. It says twice. Oh. Okay, we're gonna. My notes are wrong. We're gonna change that to thrice. Thrice. Yes. Apparently, he's thrice. Been featured three times, not two, even though his notes say two. Um, and uh, JD's been featured three times. Yep. 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 Three times. So if you're wondering, the Basil Hayden uh, Casks Finish Bourbon is 40% out, uh, ABV. It's made in uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky, distributed by uh, Jim Beam or James Ooh. Beam. Uh, uh, James Dean? James Beam, which is Jim Beam. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, check the comments and see what's going on here. So uh, Hello. Hello. I don't know. JD hasn't clicked on the comments. I'm clicking on the comments. It's not going. There it goes. Okay. Woohoo, the Momo. <laughs> Okay, this is my favorite. Uh, Slumber so. party at Casa de Tierney. Yeah, yeah, man. totally down with that. Uh, let's see, we've got. Oh, he... pick which way. Why weren't you at Vetted VA Summer Something? You uh, scrolled. The... Stop. Scrolling. Sorry the the summer uh the summer camp the Vetted VA Summer Camp the one that Chris <gasps> puts on every year because you our schedule. With your finger. Yeah. Now it's gonna taste like fingies. Hey, but they're clean fingies. Um, and I don't know who Facebook user is, but I cannot wait for that fig vanilla bourbon by the. I bet that's Eric. Twenty two salute. Oh, fudge! Yes, I can't wait. That looks so good. Yeah, I'm just waiting. And then somebody says, "Hey nerds, what's up, crew?" Uh, so yeah, hello, 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 everybody. So um, briefly, we uh, uh, as Cat briefly wait. talked about. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We had to stop and talk about this because apparently I missed a lot when I do the sponsors. Like apparently he uses fingers to stir it. And now this Facebook user is calling you out saying my favorite part of this episode was JD deep throating hey. the muddler right after he used it. I did not deep throat it. It was just the tip. You don't know what that means, do you? Kinda. Just the tip. I'm pretty sure I've gotten <laughs> pregnant twice with just the tip. I mean, the trick is the whole thing is the tip. <laughs> okay. oh but God. but as Kat uh, briefly touched on, we uh, took our annual trip to the river in New Braunfels. We camp out. It's yeah. uh, outside of having a, a fan. It, it's roughing it. There's no cell phone service. It's beautiful. JD used like, to keep a uh, portable air conditioning oh, unit, it. It like, a, like a... A window unit that he'd split off between the two tents, but that died years ago. So we've been we've been fanning it ever since. And you know what? We've got those ground fans. They're pretty badass. I gotta say, they work out pretty darn good. So um, outside of New Braunfels is is this little town called Green. It has the uh, longest continuously running dance hall um, in the state of Texas. I do believe west of the Mississippi as well. Um, it's been continuously running since like the early 1900s. And if you're not from Texas, it's green G R U E N E. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, our friend was, was floating with us and he told me the, the, the funniest line oh, yeah. is uh, we were on the Guadalupe river and he's like, make sure there's no poopy in the Guadalupe. Uh, but I digress. But, so we went to green and green is basically just a bunch of wineries uh, and boutiques and antique shops and and there's one antique shop in particular that we go to every year that we go there yes. uh, there's always just one or two really good finds uh mostly we get stuff there as like gifts for people for christmas or something like that we see yep. something that sticks out and it's like oh that's your dad or, or whatever yeah um which happened this year but i'm not gonna ruin it in case he's listening so but, but we did get his gift yeah but uh this year we 
it was it was a fucking treasure trove. It was one of those things that's meant to be. And we found our cat found in a corner where these uh Gilded. either either late 1800s to early 1900s Voltaire style chairs, chairs. with the uh, the red velvet, the 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 studs all over it, like gorgeous. Marked down to next to nothing. It was and, like are these for real? Like these are, they were original. Nothing was re was replaced. They were still very firm. Like they weren't even used. And so he, she pulled it up and he said, uh, or she said they were taken from a penthouse. From in, a Houston. Penthouse in Houston. Yeah. So some so, rich fuck in Houston had them in his house, probably as like a statement piece and just never fucking used them. But they're gorgeous. Red velvet. So, Cat and I being Cat and I, yeah. Outside of of the beauty and the craftsmanship, what I really hoped for is that they're haunted. We were literally walking <laughs> through, and we found like a, a gold uh, gold gilded mirror. We found a brass table, so we found a few things that we bought in this one antique store, but all over the place. They were nowhere near each other. They were in opposite ends of the spectrum gorgeous pieces very reasonably priced so we're already like living our dream and i was looking around and i was like i really just want an urn with like someone's ashes still in it and jd was like yeah and our son was so, like no you is, can't you can't be serious and i was like i don't know if it's an obsession huh? I, was, um, I was serious or or a sickness but <laughs> The 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 amount of of macabre that we enjoy is just. I seriously looked in. Probably so, questionable. So we came home and I just hung that gilded mirror right in the entryway. So like you walk in the door, it's not in the proper place. It needs to be lifted up a little to be just right. But I don't mind the location. It works for now. But it's right inside the entryway door. So if we come down the stairs and make the curve to go to like the kitchen, the kids' playroom, anything in the back room, anything like that, you're you're walking straight towards this mirror. And every time I'm like, hoping is to there see someone something. standing behind me, you know, and I'm hoping I'm like, mm, just a mirror, so, just a mirror. The people that are watching and listening uh, uh, live right now, um, do you think that objects can be haunted or, or some kind of spirit, regardless of what you define that as? Uh, uh, can attach itself to an object that can be because uh, or people do you think they can attach themselves to people we hear that all the time like we've lived in several haunted houses so we've been asked by people are they just following you and we're like no because they're not the same it's different haunting experiences everywhere we lived and it's, it's different feels it's different activity it's different everything so I don't believe it's one thing that's like attached to JD or I or an object in our house because it's always different. But the 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 whole haunted object thing goes uh, the most not the most recent, but when it became really popular was with the uh, the Warrens. You know, the ones that that the the Conjuring is completely written oh, about. Oh yeah, with Annabelle um, and then and Annabelle stuff. being yes. a a, yeah. a doll that that a demon. And then you ha it moves forward through through modern ghost hunting or, or the paranormal sciences. Um, and there was one show, I can't remember, they only had like one season where the dude had his little museum of haunted they items. Where basically like it was antique, like antique, expensive items that he basically is taking from people and convincing them they're haunting. And then you have a. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. Uh, Fag Baggins from uh, Ghost Adventures, who's got his little museum now of all the shit that he's Can we trademark stolen. Fag Baggins? Fag like, Baggins. I don't think that's a. Appropriate. Do have we said anything PC on the show ever? Okay, uh, fair. Uh, Frank says honestly. Oh, I was about to say I honestly, hundred percent believe that they can, but uh, I, I'm I'm really torn on this. Like, it's, what are it's, those? What are those boxes that the Jewish people believe in, where they trap souls inside the boxes? Um, oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. I don't what know are the they name. called? Hey, somebody Google that. But there are people that swear upon these boxes, and like, yeah, they're like sealed shut with like a lock and then wax and and yes, yes, where it like traps evil spirits, and it is a more Jew Jewish tradition of trapping them in these boxes. And I can't remember what they're called, um, but it's but to some degree, and every there's so many people that believe in this, and there's so many stories of coming across these boxes and opening them up, not realizing what they are, and then they're having 
nightmares and things happening in their houses. And then they're having to like find someone. I hate to say shaman, but that's not right. Um, to come and help them basically cleanse their house and get it back in the box. But I, every culture has something like that to some degree. Um, JD uses a shaman to get back in my box all the time. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> yep. The shaman is what he calls his penis. <laughs> and take two and action. Okay. So every culture has um, has uh, some version of that though. Like uh we lived in down in South Texas with a very uh strong uh Hispanic culture. Yeah. And and they believe that you can uh, uh trap a spirit in, a, in an egg, a raw egg. Yes. There's different ways of doing it putting it under the bed rubbing over the the forehead depending on what the the ailment or issue is there's different ways but uh getting a spirit trapped in egg there's some cultures that uh use bowls or or cauldrons of water to trap spirits um other ones it's it's salt blocks mirrors there's there's all different kinds of goats ways to do it where they lure the evil entity into a goat and then sacrifice the goat there's like there's a lot of interesting things out there and and this is all over like there's ghosts in the bible for for f's sake like literally jesus like i'm not a ghost this is me why would he say he was a ghost if they weren't around even then just saying just saying so, so i i believe something can be done i just don't it it's so hard for me to fathom like an actual person so, like the personality of something attaching to something else and being able to at will yeah leave that object to fuck with you and then go back to sleep inside of it like that part kind of gets me but i mean i understand like houses places and when you change it it messes with their schedule and that might disrupt them i kind of get that more so than anything so i get houses like those are places but can you being can you imagine being so infatuated with an object or it being so integral in your life that you would attach yourself to it my wiener the shaman the shaman <laughs> <laughs> you, you, mean, you brought up houses though i'm and... attached to it too but you don't see me like i'm gonna i'm gonna you know what i should i should attach myself like uh, like spiritually to your penis so then if i die i will haunt your britches for you already do <laughs> i turn around and like oh fuck <laughs> there she is again no you you brought up houses and, and it made me think about something have you ever noticed so let's someone can live in a house and do zero maintenance on it yeah outside of just like mowing the lawn or whatever but actually and, like, and it lasts forever years but decades but it, if, if there's an abandoned building yeah. and there's no grass around it even though there's nobody living in it no it animals in apart. it yeah so Quickly. so there's some kind of like there's got to be some kind of uh energy like a soul to the or house. A, or just you know what the soul is for the our house it is a really drunk irish dude and he's oh yeah like, fuck you <laughs> he's he's a potato eating mick fuck that just haunts our house <laughs> But he's happy. There's plenty of whiskey here. Oh, my God. I want it to be a sorority girl so bad. Y'all are stupid. Like, can, what does a bitch have to do to get a spritzer up in here <laughs> because of that face? That's what I want. I want that face. Oh, that would be awesome. For a very limited amount of time, that would be awesome. But Jenny and I have talked about that, where people, like, tag us on stuff. Would you live in a haunted house for... And we're yep. like, yep, you don't even have to finish that sentence. Yeah, don't don't tell me how much it is. I'm, I'm going to go there. <laughs> don't, yeah. Oh, you're going to pay me? Oh, well, I'll definitely no, well, fuck. go. Fuck, I was going to pay we're you, paying. Right? Yeah, normally we're paying to go see the haunted shit. Like, anytime... I mean, seriously, if there's an object that someone says is haunted, we probably want it. I mean, just yeah it's weird I it's, know. it's bad it's, so we've discussed this ad nauseum on past episodes about being the halloween house in the neighborhood um so we are actually fully leaning into that now we we just had the the outside of the house repainted to black, uh black <laughs> and dark gray so yeah uh, and the inside where we've spent the last four years making it look like chip and joanna Gaines puked yeah um, I said had butt sex, but yeah, farm sure. chic in our house. And now we're getting ready to, uh, 
sell all that shit and we're we're going straight gothic victorian with um and we're looking for oddities so if you know of any like cool oddities yeah um, if you know of uh animal skulls or petrified bats or anything <laughs> that'll make people question us when they were uh, jd described it so perfectly he's like i want it to be like a clean adams family house I'm yeah like, it's like the adams family with less cobwebs yeah yeah i'm in i'm in let's do that so um but we've discussed this like jd and i both really appreciate older items older things older houses older buildings so anytime we are watching those ghost shows we're so focused on the beauty of those abandoned buildings so we're like oh my god we need to buy an old abandoned hospital and refurbish it and turn it into our, our house. gosh darn house and like we've been to then like we've said that around people and they're like oh you're just gonna make it more haunted and we're like yeah. okay <laughs> like, well the, the thing about any of the 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 old buildings like that and especially if they still have some of the the furniture that's original um is is the craftsmanship and and just the quality of work that was put into it people actually gave a shit about their trade um nowadays you know you have so tradesmen that are just wanting to fucking get a dollar they have no pride whatsoever Ron says i'm sure i have some or i can get all the skull heads you want um please ron if they're human <laughs> we, we probably shouldn't take them because that's evidence and the best thing we can do is have plausible deniability <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those chairs there's there the chairs are gorgeous but now we have to like keep the kids off of them keep the cats off of them so it's gonna be a real interesting jd was like i'm gonna redo the fabric on it i'm like the fuck you are no like okay if you want to darken the wood that's the only thing i'll agree to but really they're natural how they are right now is just oh they're beautiful walnut beautiful i just got to clean them up and, and they do need to them a little yeah bit. uh yeah yeah it's but man because each of the nails are all original and you could tell they were like hand hammered where they're not perfectly spaced oh it's so pretty it's so pretty y'all i wish y'all could see it um i know i've like put my phone up to the camera before i guess i could what like put my phone up to the camera before to like show them pictures oh <laughs> What did you think I meant? I, I had no idea what you were talking about. That's I'm what like, I was... what are you thinking about? So I don't know who Facebook user is, but they say they might steal them. Um, no. So, yeah, if you are watching <laughs> live, uh, make sure you go to Facebook.com or excuse me, StreamYard.com slash Facebook. <laughs> Give them permission to see your name. So I know. Um, Do you see what Ron said? No. So uh... You're saying I have to keep them in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> chilling, <laughs> chilling like a dick in Dahmer's freezer. <laughs> oh, it's Chaz. Chaz might steal. Oh yeah, Chaz. yeah, yeah. Get fucked, Chaz. You're not. Yeah. Uh, renovate, Frank talks about when you renovate, haunts can become stronger. I know. Um, I hope so. I mean, that's. I don't know why. We unfortunately, because we bought an older home, and it's, you know, there's leaks, there's this, there's that. We're kind of living in a perpetual state of construction here. Um. And there's nothing here. We knew that would happen eventually. Yeah, there's that one little thing. Um, we knew that it would thing? happen eventually that we'd have to do construction. We just assumed it'd be on, on on our terms at our pace, but not so much. The little kid. What little kid? Little oh my gosh, stop acting. I know we've talked about this before. So there's a little kid in our house. It like pushes you when you lean over, it'll tug on your shirt. I see it running into the playroom and I think it's Nolan every single time and it's never Nolan. It happens all the time. I think I might have seen that once. See, there you go. And I wrote it off. And like, see, I had seen it several times. Um, and and I didn't really say anything until Daniel saw it. And he's like, I know I saw Nolan run into the playroom and I went to go get him to remind him to clean his room and he wasn't in there. And I was like, hmm, yeah. So so i know i've probably got something attached to me um because i deserve it oh. um well yeah when i when i was in the military um i'm not going to say what base and i'm not going to say all this other stuff but there was a certain base that had a big hospital there that was uh um also one of the local trauma centers so there was a huge er there huge morgue and so they always had two of us um for every shift doing security there that way if a gangbanger got thrown out of a door that was just blasted and, uh we can start the, the the police report keep out 
fighting families, sure keep gangbangers out. you keeping your job very seriously. You were taking your job. Oh, yeah. We took our jobs extremely seriously. But being security there, we also had That's to do... We would do security checks of everything, make sure that the psych ward doors were secured and um, go make sure the pharmacies were secured at night. Nobody was getting in those. Just all these different checks we had to do. And then we also had access to the morgue. And uh, what do twisted military people do when they have access to a morgue? They uh, scare the new guys. Oh, so I was like, um, please tell me you didn't desecrate a body. No, no, no. I didn't desecrate any bodies that I'll admit to. Um, you desecrated my body <laughs> daily. Uh, but anytime there was a new guy, we would take him uh, on the tour. You know, this is our responsibilities is you got to check here. You got to check here. You got to go to the morgue and check here. And uh, there was always somebody. And, and fortunately, I got to be the scare many a times. Um, but we would hide in the uh, the body freezer. You know, the one that's the whole. Oh, yeah. The whole wall is like this body freezer. And yep. You would climb in on one of those slabs and keep the door open just enough to be able to hear the conversations. It looks like it's closed from the outside if you're not really paying attention. Oh and God. then when they get to a certain part of just almost pissing their pants, you kick that door open and just fly out. <laughs> and uh, I remember when it happened. To me. So, yeah, I ended up being the scare like six or seven times. Did you ever people. see anything there? Um I never saw anything, but there was definitely times where just the mood or the feeling and the, the presence in the room just completely changed for no reason. But when I, uh, when it was my turn, I was a rookie you know, and they scared me. Like I knew, I knew something was going to happen. What it was, I had no fucking clue. I'm like, yeah, these guys are fucking with me. This is something's not right. So I had my collapsible baton. I just had it fucking ready, and that dude jumped out, and I fucking whacked him across the <laughs> shit with a fucking baton. And why would that cause you to be haunted? Just fucking around in a morgue as much as we did. I mean, sure, that's not... Do you not... really think that... I mean, there were bodies in there Do when we were there, people but... people care about where their dead body went? Like, seriously? I'm sure dead. some dead people no. worry about what happens to their body. Nah. No. So, I have a few hospital interactions so the first one was probably the funniest so i'm gonna start with that one because it's the funniest so we had a few things happen so during a hurricane we live in corpus christi texas right on the water hurricane comes in you gotta all but evacuate the whole gosh darn town because it's gonna get destroyed and i just happened to work at a hospital at the time that had literally a wall of windows because it was designed by a hotel designer, not a person who designs hospitals. So they have to empty out the entire hospital, but you have to keep a skeleton crew. At any point, someone can drop a baby in the emergency room. So NICU crew's got to be there on standby just in case a 24-weeker mom goes into labor because the pressure change and drops a 24-weeker in the middle of the gosh darn hurricane. So they clear out the hospital, and it's before the hurricanes even come in. Hospitals cleared out. We've got like one patient that couldn't get discharged, should get it like, or couldn't get transported, should be discharged hopefully in the morning before the hurricane rolls in. So we're just laughing, hanging out at the nurse's station and I have to run a blood gas. I go to the blood gas machine and I'm on my way back and there's a clock in the room, the last room, and it was flashing die, die, die 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 and it's done this before it's done it twice and every time we change out the batteries change out the clock it flashes die we had several babies die in that room just back to back to back so we stopped using that room well it's flashing die it's the middle of a hurricane we're like oh shit like not again so we change out the batteries we put it back on the wall we go back sure shit it's flashing die again so we just took it out of the room so i have to go to the bathroom I don't want to. So I would. I would probably we, shit myself if. if we oh. have rules in the NICU. You don't use the break room bathroom to shit. Okay. You find another bathroom in the hospital, and usually the one right outside of the NICU is the one we use because it's it's a visitor bathroom. No one cares, and it's not the unit. So I went to go use that one, and it was taken. So I was like. No one is in this gosh darn hospital. Like we have, we have police patrolling the hospital, make sure no one breaks in to like, you know, rob our pharmacy and shit. But besides that, 
the lobby's closed, the medical office building. So I was like, I'm going to go use the lobby bathroom. I'm going to go blow that shit up. So I go. So you, this whole story is about you pooping. Can I get to the story? <laughs> Gosh. So I go in the bathroom. No one's in there. Okay. I sit down and I start, I hear like almost like the seat went down and I like peek underneath the stalls. Yeah, nope. No one's here. Most of the stall doors were open. I walked in. So I was like, I mean, unless they were sitting on the toilet seat in that one stall that had the door closed. So then I start hearing like whispering. What the? And it's like a prayer, like a whispering prayer. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm like trying to finish really fast. And so I'm washing my hands. The toilet flushes and it's not in the stall with the door closed. So I'm like, I'm fucking out. So I'm like bolting for the door. And as I'm going, here comes one of the cops to use the men's room. I'm like, shitter's haunted. And I'm like, <laughs> almost to assholes as I'm straight, like, sh like sprinting back to the NICU. And I'm getting to the door. <sighs> and like to open it up. And I'm like, <laughs> shitter's haunted. I don't know. And like, you can hear him laughing still across the lobby, like just dying laughing. This poor guy. I have probably created a story for this guy's entire life. And so I go back to Nikki. I'm trying to tell him the story. We need to be serious. This is what happened. There was praying. There was whispering. The, the seat dropped. The toilet flushed. Like there's something in the bathroom. And we probably never noticed it because there's always people here. Now that there's no people here, we can hear it. And, um, and then I'm like, so I was running out and I was telling this cop and I'm like, and they just die, just die laughing. And I'm like, okay, so this has been a story since then that was. Probably what fifteen years. It's, it's ago. been a while, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so now it's like a thing. So anytime I tell this story, it becomes a thing. Every place I work, shitters haunted. So it's a thing now. So that's one. That's our, our my primary story. I have had other things. Or how about our house hospitals? So uh, we lived in Kyle, which is just south of Austin, and um, I was still in the oil fields at this point. And we had just left a severely haunted house to when we moved there. And her cat and her sister and other people kept telling me that there was shit going on in the house. I'm like, there's no fucking way. We there's have no fucking way that, that we just keep moving to haunted places. I mean, no, no. Like, I believe in that shit, but I'm not going to be one of those ones that just blames everything as a ghost. Yeah. Not everything is a fucking ghost. No. And... Sometimes you have bad pipes. And even the, even the stuff that they're experiencing, I'm in the same room. I'm trying my damnedest to find a way to write it off. And, and generally, it was footsteps in the master bedroom, which was directly above the living room, and footsteps up and down the, um, the stairs. And I heard it, but for the life of me, there had to be some logical explanation. Um, until one day... I was taking a shower. Kat and um, her sister and, and several other people were all out grocery shopping. And I hear the bathroom door open, the bathroom door close, hear the toilet seat move. And I think it's Kat. And I'm sitting there just talking my ear. It's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, that was way after. Regardless. So I'm sitting there just having a full on fucking conversation, thinking Kat's pooping or peeing or something. And toilet flushes. I hear the, the toilet seats, the door. And then as soon as that, and then I open the shower curtain and nobody's there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I jump out of the shower and I open the bathroom door, which had not reopened since uh, the, the initial time. Did you try showing it the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the ghost laughing at me. You want to haunt this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I haunted that ghost for the rest of his <laughs> spiritual life. Did you go behind <laughs> it and say, oh, my <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, it was like 10 minutes later before Kat got back to the house. I'm like, what ghost flushes a fucking like I can hear the handle move. It wasn't just like water ran. That, it was just that house was weird. Like the things that happened were like you could hear it walking. So our master was upstairs. And it had hardwood floors. The rest of the upstairs was carpet, but just that one room was hardwood floors. 
you could hear someone walking across our bedroom floor. Even when you're in the room. Even when you're in the room. So I would be asleep. I was working nights at the time. I would be asleep during the day and I could hear someone walking across our bedroom floor. So every time I'd wake up thinking it was him home, which he was rarely home or like the kids walking in something. It's so pronounced. You can hear it walking. And then when you're downstairs in the living room, which is right below the master, it's, it's so obvious. So toilets flushing, footsteps. Besides that, I mean... But it, it was, it got, that was basically it got fairly it. active, but it was mainly just the footsteps. But I mean, it was weird it. because if you were like, I don't know, I, I would talk to it like it was like a normal person. And I'd be like, hey, and if you talk I'm to trying it, to it sleep. Would, Can you like leave me alone? It would, and it, it would stop. stop. It would stop walking if you asked it to. And that's what was crazy because you would be downstairs. You're like, enough. And then it would go away for a while. But what was so weird about it is. Uh, we lived in that house. It was roughly 2010 yeah, plus minus. Yeah. And it was like an eight-year-old house. So there wasn't a lot of history in that house. There was no deaths in that house. Um, as far as I know, it wasn't like an ancient Indian burial Who ground. Who knows? It was a cookie-cutter subdivision yeah, that was it was put just... up in like probably three months. It could have been a freaking cemetery before that or someone just died there randomly. Who the fudge knows? Or maybe, maybe there was somebody buried in the in the concrete when they poured the I foundation. I was totally going to say someone was in our walls, but damn, you beat me to it. <laughs> that would be a lot cooler if it was. So while, while we're telling our little stories and stuff, um, put in the comments um, some of the coolest haunted places that you've been to uh, that you think we should research or visit or anything like that. So uh, put it on the most, list. The most haunted place in your hometown or your state or something like that. Stuff that that you know that we would just really really enjoy book us the house of your grandma's house we're in let's do it i wonder if my grandma's house was haunted which grandma <laughs> i don't care <laughs> so another story i have at the hospital I'm, I'm just trying to give hospital stories i don't know if i've told a lot of them before um the most recent hospital hospital i currently work in on the second floor the very 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 small thing that happens, but it happens so frequently into so many people. It has become like a legend at our hospital because on the second floor where labor and delivery is now, once upon a time it was ICU. Um, there's a mirror in the back, like going towards the employee elevators and stuff. So the, here's a hallway, here's a hallway, and then here's the elevator. So there's the, one of those mirrors on the ceiling so that you can make sure you don't like smash into someone coming from a different hallway or around the corner, you know. And um, if you're walking down one of those hallways, if you look in the mirror, you see a guy wearing blue scrubs waiting on the elevator. So every time those elevators are fucking slow, 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 slow. So every time I see him and I'm like, oh, fuck, yes, that means I don't have to wait on the elevator. Someone's already pushed the button and I go back there and no one's fucking there. And I was like, what the hell? So by like, it was the second or third time this happened. And I'm coming down one hallway and there's a housekeeping coming down another. And I, we turned the corner and she's like, where'd he go? And I was like, you saw him too? She goes, the guy in the blue scrubs. And I was like, holy shit. And it was that instant validation. And I was like, fuck yes. So I finally brought it up to some people in the NICU and they were like, oh, my God, I saw that, too. Like, I thought my mind was just playing tricks on me. And so now we there's some people who don't do well with shit like that. Me, I'm fascinated. So I'm always looking for the guy in the blue scrubs. Not everyone's interested in that. So now there are people who will like literally not look at that mirror because they think the mirror is possessed. And I'm like, all right, that'd be fucking cool. I mean, if it is, uh, I'm going to buy it on eBay or something. <laughs> How much for the mirror? <laughs> I shall. <gasps> you know what? One thing, one place I don't think is haunted that everybody thinks is for some reason what? is uh, cemeteries and graveyards. Yeah. I think, I don't think are, are as haunted as. They're just their vessels. They don't care what the body is. Yeah. Cause the trauma didn't happen there. Yeah. Um, Did you stir it with your fingy? I put it on a table and stirred it with your finger. I mean, the sugar is all at the bottom. You clearly didn't stir it. Well. No, I didn't stir. I'm not done making it yet. Oh, 
I'm done now. Take the goddamn thing. Stir it. Not. <sighs> there you go. Do you want me to start with my thingy? <laughs> no, give me the modeler. Oh, wait, you already over there. shoved it in your throat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't you. Are you fucking high? <laughs> oh, you better fucking do it right. You better give everybody <laughs> a goddamn show after that shit. That's right. <laughs> You're welcome. Sorry, mom. You are all. So, uh, Frank. <laughs> Getting back on task because we're goddamn professionals here. Uh, Frank talks about the uh, West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. Is that one of the ones that uh, has no. been on all the ghost shows? There's no? been so many penitentiaries and sanatoriums. I don't remember. Oh, the the when Kat and I were first dating, I took her on a date to San Antonio. Um, and in San Antonio, you we have told this. Have we? Yes, where we almost got arrested. Yeah, well, they know this. Story. Well, you just ruined it for the people that haven't heard it before. They've heard it. They've all heard. Okay, it. never mind. Moving on. <gasps> Sorry. That was kind of Rude. a dick move. I'm, no, we've already we've already told this story. I went to tell stories. Well, there's new told. people there, and I was just bringing it up about the asylum. But never mind. We're moving on. Uh, don't be busy. Don't be a bitch. No, I'm really good at it. Uh, you are. I cleaned off the bottle the way you like it. So shut the fuck up. You ruined my story. <laughs> he, wants, rude. he wants to tell the story again. No, it's not going to happen now. See, we're I'm goddamn like, professional. I'm like trying to think of what other story like you can. Did you? Um, what about the ghost that was in the your neighbor's house growing up? Did you tell that story? Oh. oh. So, so yeah, I lived. Uh, I lived in a neighborhood. All the houses were built in the 50s, 60s. Um, the town I grew up in. There was a Navy base there at one time, and and the majority of the people that lived on our block were were Navy, prior Navy, retired Navy, stuff like that. Uh, all one story houses except for one, and it just so happens that the uh, the one two story house that's on the block had a very traumatic history to it. There was a um, a son that committed suicide, um, a mom that died of cancer in the house, like just one thing after the other oh, it's completely charges. unrelated yeah. and and i was young enough this is the age where where a new kid moves into the neighborhood and y'all know each other for like three days and you're best fucking friends like i miss attached that at the hip Damn, you know i miss that age. um and and so i ended up there was a, a family that moved in and there was there was like four four brothers and sisters um all within like a year above or a year below me uh age-wise and so they're still moving in and they invite me to stay the night with them. And I go and stay the night. And this is back when Nintendo entertainment system was still the thing. Cause I'm fucking old. Um, but we're in the, one of the bedrooms playing Nintendo and, and there weren't all these ghost shows at the time. There weren't all these movies at the time that let you know what you're supposed to feel, you know, to, to condition you for, for what a haunting is. And I'm like eight, nine years old. Wasn't around yet. I hadn't seen it. Oh. And and I just kept feeling like I'd be playing and I'd have to stop and turn because I felt like somebody was staring at me. Like just that almost a pressure on your back because it feels like somebody's staring at you that intently. And I'll turn around and it would stop. Mm. And it just it would just kept happening, kept happening, kept happening. And uh got to the point where I it, it freaked me out so badly that I ended up leaving at like 10 30 at night and and he, running home you were that kid who his friend to the left is asleep his friend to the right is asleep and he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> but it, it legitimately freaked me out and i didn't and then I, I i have no idea what the circumstances were but that family only lived there for like two months um could it have been the haunting maybe um could it have been just that shitty credit and didn't pay their rent ah. i have no fucking clue we do no have, idea. We do have a story. You want to read it? Well, let me finish telling the story about the uh, oh, I thought you were this house again with you. You said they moved out. I thought that was it. No, you want me to tell all the stories about the house. I'm telling. <laughs> God damn it, woman! <laughs> You're fucking pushing every goddamn button tonight. 
Uh, I like so, buttons. They light up. They're real pretty. For the next couple of years, um, families just moved in and out. Nobody really stayed. Not sure why. I was young. Didn't know. Didn't care. Uh, finally, um, family moved in. Um, and uh, again, instant best friends. What are you fucking doing? Pushing your button. God, stop it, please. Good God almighty. I'm going to fucking haunt you with a fist. Will you stop distracting yourself from your own story, please? (laughs) Oh, this is, this is going to be so much fun. (sighs) Finish. God, I've never Can I move on to Ron's story? Yeah, fucking move on to Ron's story. (laughs) Someone asked, is this a long story? (laughs) See, I didn't tell all my hospital stories all at once. You guys put this shit out. Ron says, the LTAC, where I took my first travel assignment in Longview, Texas, there was a room where we'd see a woman go into. It was also just before or after some would pass in the room. Ooh, that's creepy. It's like the, the harbinger. Yeah, that's creepy. So what other stories do you have? I have hospital stories. Yeah, tell all your stories. You're going to finish this out. No, you haven't finished your story. No, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> I don't know. The only other things I've seen in a hospital. I mean, I've seen a few things. I've seen a few things. My mom has too. Uh, we have a kid like on the fourth floor of a cardiac hospital that we'd see a kids running in and out hear them laughing in there but there was no one in there no patient no nothing and it would happen pretty often like where people would be like don't don't even engage don't don't just ignore it and it's like really but like everybody heard it but no one would go into the room and it's like so i'd go i went in the room they're like what'd you do why did you do that now it's going to be worse like what do you mean yeah it was it was worse what else what else i experienced in hospital so my first deployment out in the middle, of, it, it it was tent steady. Just all of us living in like mash style tents, GP mediums. Um, there's like two hardened buildings on the entire base that, that we just kind of built on this abandoned airfield. GP medium. What is that? It's the, it's the tent. Oh, it's type of tent. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Type of tent. Okay. Let me tell a story. So we're all, and, and, there's pretty much nothing. And, and this is in Albania and Kosovo and all the houses are built out of center blocks. They're spaced apart. There's the cities are real tight. And then outside the cities, it's just random center block houses here and there. Well, we're sitting there. It's the middle of the fucking night and we're just doing whatever we can to keep each other awake, get to telling ghost stories. And, uh, Sergeant Garcia, never forget this dude starts telling me about St. Leo. Oh, this is my first no. this is my first experience with saint leo and, and he goes to tell me this story about no, um not cool. uh there was this guy leo time of christ or before christ he would run around the towns he'd grab it by the shoulder turn you around uh tell you that the messiah is coming the savior is coming um at that time it was illegal to do that and and so he would get chased off by by the the cops on religious police at the time. And I'm really paraphrasing the story real quick. Um, but after, after doing this for so many years, he built up a legend. So you'd feel somebody grab you on your back and you'd turn around there and be nobody there. And you knew who it was. It was, it was Leo trying to tell you about the, the, the coming of the Messiah and the savior. And eventually he was caught. He was, uh, executed. And, but before he died, I guess he did enough to where he could be given sainthood. And is there a St. Leo? Uh, we tell the goddamn story. So he tells me this whole story and I'm like, just enthralled. Like, I'm just like, and, and he's like, well, there's more to this story. You know, if, if you look somebody in the eyes and you say St. Leo three times and you close your eyes, you can feel him touch your back. And I'm, 18 19 years old at the time gullible as fuck and uh so i do it and i feel something touch my back and i make this god-awful girly scream and and 
Yeah, not my proudest moment. I did but, the same thing when he. But I want to show y'all the secret so you can scare people with it, and you can make whatever story you want to go with it. But I, I, so okay, one one just to clarify, I I had the same reaction he did. I was not okay. I was not fucking okay. Uh, we did it to our niece, my sister's daughter, <laughs> and now I cannot be anywhere near her. It doesn't matter. She she will do Saint Leo. I don't even have to fake it. She feels it every time. It's amazing. It's the magic of the belief, I guess. I don't know. Or she, I don't know. Anyway. Let's show them how you actually do it. So what they think they're seeing or feeling is this. So. St. Leo, St. Leo, St. Leo. And then you have somebody press their fingers on your eyeballs like this, and they feel something touch you, and they jump. But what is really happening is they go St. Leo. St. Leo, St. Leo, St. Leo. And you go like this. And as soon as they close their eyes, you do this like devil horns, like, ah, and you do that on there and then use your other hand and touch their back. And they freak out. As soon as they jump, you bring both your hands back like this. Like, oh my God, did you feel it? <laughs> and it's great. You scare, you know, if you know anybody's a scary bitch or somebody's trying to like act like they're hard. Yeah. yeah tell them about St. Leo and see how they are. And uh, it's definitely fun seeing. Yeah. They turn the baby back bitch real fast. Yeah. It's definitely fun seeing people, uh, jump and pee themselves but that was fun but on that note we're looking for oddities we're looking for haunted N nothing is scares us so yeah so with that we uh except for saint leo apparently <laughs> we definitely want to thank you all for uh joining into this shit show tonight uh we love always that you join us uh make sure if you are going to be out drinking or you are out drinking that you find a sober ride home you wait till you sober up get an uber um, or just go home with a girl right next to you yeah. and enjoy that morning. Girl, guy, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to judge. I mean, your, your thing is your thing. If they have a, a feminine quality or air, like, or what if it's a female watching? Them, I just like feminine energy <laughs> and go home with that dude. I don't care. Whatever that was about. <laughs> so uh, make sure you go check out all, all of our old episodes on YouTube and any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, share, and all that good blah, 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 blah. Um, make sure you join us again next week. Um, we will be having a slumber party. We do not know if... Do we have a guest next week? No, I was just looking at the schedule right now. Next week, uh, I do believe, is going to be pre-recorded. Oh. And then uh, the week after that, let's go ahead and plan for the... Uh, awesome. So it'll either be strange world records or uh, lost celebrities. Where are they now? So, so with that, we are going to call it a night. We both have to get up stupid early for work in the morning. So uh, thank you all again for tuning in. We love you guys, and y'all be safe. Good night, everybody.